Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. KZOZ FM, San Luis Obispo. How was your weekend? Did you, uh, did you coach some more T-ball? Yep. Nice. Yep. We had took dinner on Friday night after the show. Uh, we had friends that invited us to dinner. And we were going to just go down to the bar and have dinner. And then I invited a couple more friends to join us. And my wife's like, you can't do that. I'm why like, not? Why it's not? not at any, it's not at anybody's house. It's at a public place, right? Yeah. She, I said, well, they invited us to go down and have dinner at the bar. And why can't I invite? I mean, it's a bar. It's not like it's... She said, well, they invited us. You know, it's really not okay to just start inviting other people if we had invited them and then started inviting other people we probably still should have asked them if it was okay if you know we invited some more people and who they were to make sure they were comfortable with them i'm like that's ridiculous i'm like anybody could have showed up to the bar she goes well if they would have just shown up to the bar and you know you happen to see them there and then you invited them over that's different but to actually when somebody else invites you out to dinner, they just want to have dinner with you. And before you start inviting other friends and other couples, you should probably ask them first. And I, I kind of see where she's coming from. But at the same time, I'm like, come on, we're not kids anymore. We're not going out on dates. I mean, we're, we're, we're shoot. You know, the more the merrier, right? Yeah. I, I, think, I think if it's a public place like that, then it's fine, especially because it's a bar. You know, if it was a restaurant where, you know, you all, all sit down and you got to have, you know, four, six, or eight, or something along those lines, then that's a little bit more difficult. But as a bar, it's open seating, right? Am, am I correct? I think what happened is the, my buddy and his wife then invited us to dinner when these other people showed up. And I, I didn't tell them until we got to the bar. I'm like, oh, by the way, so and so's coming over. And um, she kind of gave me a weird look and then. Looked at Charlene weird, and then she was quiet, and then but then she had a few drinks, and she was fine. I mean, I don't know. I just didn't think it was a formal thing. I didn't think we were on a couple's date. I didn't think we were. In... <laughs> it's like everybody just needs to relax. We're all drinking alcohol. It's Friday. We don't have anything to do tomorrow but sleep in. Ninety three point three KCOZ. This happened last week, so we missed it on Friday. But um, I guess on Thursday, Mile High Stadium caught on fire. Um, really? that's going to be, that's going to be the new home for your favorite quarterback in the NFL and Russell Wilson. And, um, have you ever seen plastics catch on fire? No. Cause like the well, seats, they, they, they just melt and they put off a lot of black smoke, black right? Smoke, yeah. tons of black smoke. These are, these are like, you know, highly condensed composite plastic seats because they have to hold, you know, 300 pounds if, you know, the right person's sitting in it. Um, and the seats all caught on fire. And the, some of the images that came out of uh, Denver over the weekend on social media were insane of this just this black smoke pouring out of the stadium uh, going on. Do you know the Denver Broncos are for sale right now? That's why they acquired Russell Wilson because they want to try to make a run at the Super Bowl to boost the uh, the value of the team so they can put it on the sales uh, market. No, I, I didn't like, uh, realize that they were up for sale. I don't really pay attention to that side of it too much, yeah. but okay. Yeah, they are up for sale. Um, well, this doesn't so, uh, <laughs> Right, exactly, because you're like, hey, what, what's going on? They don't, they, they don't know what the what caused the fire or whatever. It's just the firefighters show up and they're like, whoa, okay, we got to get after this. There were sprinklers at the stadium, so that helped limit the, uh, the damage. The damage, but, yeah. A good thing it happened in March, I guess, because they can get in there and replace whatever oh, yeah. the issues were. But could you imagine if this would have happened like on a Tuesday in October? Like, what do you do for your next home game? You yeah, know? well, or you don't sell several home. I games. guess you close that section. I mean, in, in, <laughs> right? I mean, what are you going to do? You can't. What are you going to play at a college? I mean, they're busy. I guess you could, but they're going to have to turn around. Do you remember when the sub caught on fire? Oh, over there on South High Area. The record, yeah, yes. yeah. They, oh, had, yeah. they had just just piles of records in that place, right? Yeah. And um, we were gone for the weekend, and 
we came home and we lived uh, probably four blocks away from the sub at the time. And we came home and got out of our cars. We got on the got off of the off ramp on on Marsh Street. And we're like, God, what is that smell? It is bad. And then we got out of the car at our house and we're like, Oh my God, this is terrible. That smell of plastic vinyl, vinyl that had melted, yeah, burnt. And it lasted for days and days. How long is this smell going to? Last in that stadium, the burnt plastic. Well, the good news I mean, is there's to- probably not people that live right around the stadium like you lived by the sub. But, yeah, it's probably going to smell. Until they get it out of there, it's going to smell. And the funny it's thing is, air. you know what's really weird about the sub? Is I know there was a lot of different theories going around, and the family was really upset. And I, I don't really remember all the details of what happened. I remember a bunch of different rumors. Um, but it's still just kind of sitting there, and nothing's really happened. It's still got the fence around it, and they haven't gone one way or the other with it. And I'm just curious how long it's going to sit there before something happens. Well, I think as long as it's tied up in litigation, it's going to be it's going to be an issue. It, you know, I mean, like obviously the owners aren't happy with the fire department based on the fact that they stuck that that you know url up on the side of the building said hey, go here for the real story and and <laughs> you know i mean there's obviously some kind of lawsuit involved there so that could be tied up for a very long time as that investigation i mean geez that was there was a cool bar right around f- the corner there called the station oh. it was kind of a wine bar over five years ago yeah, yeah. there was right around the corner from that and i just thought, now it's going to be a coffee sh- it's going to be a coffee shop now Oh, yeah. Gas stations, yeah, they should be wine bars or coffee shops. <laughs> Old gas stations, you know. Don't worry about all the petroleum in the ground. Just, you know. Well, I think that problem's been taken care of. You notice of. they don't put nurseries in where gas stations used to be. <laughs> That's true. That is true. 93.3 KZOC rocks the 805 coming up we're going to be giving away tickets to see zz top also don felder today yes that's happening all week good morning it is jeff and jeremy dumbass of the day two coming up in just a few minutes and we've all been in the situation where you go through the drive-thru and you get home and you look in your bag oh, i hate this and part of your order is missing maybe half i mean and then i always get mad at myself why don't you look and I have definitely caught them a few, several times. They handed me the food. They closed the window like, yeah, we're good. And I'm like, honk, honk, honk. Uh, hey. No, you're not. You're ordered, not good. I ordered uh, two hash browns with my breakfast, and I only got one. <laughs> or, but we've, and those hash browns aren't cheap. That's no. the thing. Like, if hash browns were 79 cents, which they should be, then I'd be like, okay, whatever. It's 79 cents. But when it's like, Two fifty for uh, what amounts to a quarter of a potato? Uh, no, I want to get my quarter of a potato or that I spent two fifty for. It's always my wife's food. It's always something with my wife's. It's never. I mm-hmm. wish it was mine. I go out, I get it, I bring it home. It's not in there, or it's the wrong thing. And then she looks at me like I did something wrong. Like, listen, I'm not an idiot. I know how to order what you. I, so now I make her text me what she wants, and then I read the text message verbatim to the person. Anyways, and it's like, I just wish it was my food that was screwed up and then not hers. And then I'm like, well, let me go back. Oh, no, you're not going back. But the other thing that drives me nuts is when you're in a drive-thru ordering food to go in your car and you go and you drive away and then you open the bag and there's no napkins. Like, what kind of jackass are you not to give me napkins? Like, obviously, you're giving me food that I'm taking in the car. I'm going to need a napkin. Like, seriously, do your job better. How pathetic can some people be? Alliance Police and Fire, where's your emergency? At Main Moon in College Plaza. What's the problem? I have bought some Chinese food, and it's not to par to me, and I asked to get my money back, and they acting <laughs> like they don't understand me and took my food and won't give me my money back. What's your name? Tracy McLeod. <laughs> and this is why you called 911. <laughs> Um, what am I supposed to do? Jump over the thing and beat them up and get my no, money back? You should have called the regular police line instead of the life-threatening emergency line. I will. Oh, well, they transferred me. Wait a minute. They transferred me. Wait a minute. 93.3 KZOZ. Remember when we used to get, um, wait a minute. 
Remember when we used to get the drunk callers that would call us up in the morning and they would just spout off nonsense? I know more about booze than you. Yes, that guy. So we would transfer him. We'd say, okay, hold on. We'll get Jeff and Jeremy on with you. And then we'd transfer him to another morning show. Yes. Either in market or out of market. Yes. And uh, (laughs) they would go on to have conversations with the morning show. (laughs) You know that the real police department is like, we're not dealing with this. We're going to transfer to 911 and see what this sounds like. (laughs) So great. Wait a minute. What am I supposed to do? Jump over the counter and beat their ass? (laughs) Well, this woman called 911. And uh, when the cops got there, they explained to her, no, ma'am, this is for emergencies. And you getting half the chicken you ordered is not considered an emergency. She went through the KFC drive-thru, ordered the eight-piece meal. It's one that I've ordered many times. Get two sides with that. Usually get them both uh, mashed potatoes and gravy. And my wife and I will... And you know what's nice is uh, she can't have the the fried chicken, so she gets the grilled chicken, and they'll even do that for you. So here's a little advice to our dumbass of the day. I don't have a name, but she's uh, the <laughs> the chicken panicker. Uh, anyways, in in um, Cleveland, Ohio, maybe if you order two different kinds of chicken, that might help you. I don't know, but she ordered the eight piece meal. She only got four. She got home. She called 911 and explained to the dispatcher that uh, there is not much um, chicken in her bag. And the dispatcher explained to her, well, ma'am, there is not much the police can do about it. (laughs) And she said, what do you want me to do? Go back there and jump over the counter and kick their ass? (laughs) (laughs) She, uh, that's not what happened. But what she, she, what did happen is she demanded that an officer dispatch to her house. And guess oh. what happened when he got there? He handcuffed her. He wrote her a right. ticket, and then he unhandcuffed her and let her go. So gave her a summons. She's got to go to court, see the judge. And For uh, what? What was the charge? Uh, false use of 911. Oh, okay. Right on. Like, Did I ever tell you about the time? being stubborn, you know, when you know you're wrong about something, but you don't care. Because mm-hmm. you're mad, and you're, it doesn't matter what the rules are. You, they should be your way. I mean, we meet people like this all the time. And this is the classification definition for dumbass of the day. Like, what did she think was going to happen when she demanded an yeah, officer? Exactly, show it up? exactly. Well, I demand somebody come down here. Fine, okay, have it your way. I know you're calling about uh, fried Kentucky Fried Chicken, but uh, we're going to give you the Burger King treatment on this. Yeah, you call back. You drive back <laughs> to the KFC. I mean, sometimes I realize the restaurant's far away, but you call, you make a note, you save the receipt, and you go back, and they'll make it right yeah. next time. That's or, all you yeah, can. Or you could, you could have called the... How about calling KFC and saying, hey, just ordered an eight-piece. You guys gave me four pieces. I'm sure they, if you went back, they'd say, okay, here's your four pieces, because they're in the customer service industry, okay? But calling the police to try to get the police involved is just wasting everybody's time. Everybody's time. What do you want me to do? Just jump over the counter, kick their ass? <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time my son, God, he got did dirty. So my son likes chicken nuggets from a certain place. Well, the, they come in two different kinds of chicken nuggets. They have spicy and then they have regular. Now the spicy, I've tried them. They are friggin' spicy. Okay? Where's this at? I, I, like, I like spicy nuggets. Wendy's. Okay. You don't have one. You don't have one in that town that you live in. Yeah, I do. There's one just eight miles away. Oh, okay. There is, really? Oh, yeah. Where was that 25 years ago? It's only been 16, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's been there forever, I thought. I thought it was there when we were Really? Here. They yeah, had one there? It's over there by um, Howard Hughes. No, that was not there. That was okay. not there. Okay. I would have known because it's okay. my favorite. It's my favorite fast food restaurant. Yeah, Wendy's yeah. is my favorite yeah, fast food restaurant. There's one about eight miles from my house. Um, not very far. But so their their spicy chicken nuggets are damn spicy. Well, he got his chicken nuggets, and you know they come in a, like a little box, like a like a French fry box, and all the ones on top were regular, and then the very the one at the very bottom was the spicy one. Oh, probably so got left over through. from an old order, yeah. Yeah, or they accidentally put it in there with the other one. 
Why am so I laughing? To, this is terrible. He's five. He but goes to eat his last chicken nugget. And he's like, I think this happened about a year ago, so he's four at the time. He goes to eat his last chicken nugget, and he dips it in his barbecue sauce. He's excited because it's his last chicken nugget. He takes a bite, and he starts screaming. I'm like, what's going on? And I look at the chicken nugget. It's got a hue of red to it that yeah. the other ones didn't. And I was like, oh, no, you're eating the spicy ones. He's like, ah, give me water, give me water. <laughs> See, how do you not pick I up your phone? Even, that is a, that is a TikTok moment. You could have recorded <laughs> that, and you would have made millions on TikTok. I literally um, could have called 911 in that instance, and I didn't. I handled it on my own. People need to start just handling you stuff You mean you didn't go back to Wendy's and sue that Wendy's that they <laughs> no. gave your four-year-old a spicy chicken nugget? <laughs> Man, he was like the look on his face when he took that bite. Congratulations. One of shock and one of pain. Miss Stubborn, Cleveland, Ohio. You're Jeff and Jeremy's. Dumbass of the day. It's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. So uh, some pretty good news, I think, for you, because I think your family's big into the stuffed crazy bread, breadsticks at Little Caesars, and they're back. Um, they're not actually. They like just the regular crazy bread. No, oh, the, they don't the like cheese. Them stuffed? They don't. My my son is weird. Okay, he loves he loves pizza. Loves pizza, but hates the moment that when you pull the pizza away, if the cheese is stretching from the pizza to his mouth, what he does is he picks it off and he puts it on the plate. He doesn't put it in his mouth. And I'm like, hey. Why don't you eat that cheese that you just took off your pizza? He's like, I don't like it because it's stringy. I don't like stringy cheese. So this is like his nightmare because he would bite into the pizza stick or the breadstick, and and he would think it was a normal breadstick, and then he would pull it away, and then there would be cheese coming from it, and he'd freak out. My son's weird. He doesn't like cheese at all. That is very strange. Like, if I put cheese in something that needs cheese in order to make it taste acceptable, like a burrito, he loves burritos, but you have to put cheese in a burrito to help, especially because he likes more meat in his burrito than he does beans. So if I make black beans and meat, then it all just falls out when he eats a burrito. So you need the cheese to go in there as a conduit to stick everything together so it stays in the burrito as you're eating it but the minute that he recognizes that there's cheese in it he's like i'm out it's kind of the way i was with mayonnaise and sandwiches growing up do you make your kids a lot of food at home i know you make burritos because you bring them in breakfast burritos dinner lunch burritos bean burritos burritos my favorite thing to make because it's quick and easy have you ever made a pizza at home so i've done this once with the bobolee but it's really messy, and I don't know. You have to buy all these ingredients and everything else like that. The ingredients isn't the part. It's just it's just getting it all done. There's a new thing right now. People are using sourdough, and we have the best sourdough. Uh, you know, whether you like Brian's, I'm, I'm partial to Brian's, San Luis yeah, sourdough. But we have two great places that make the sourdough, and it's very, mm-hmm. very good. And apparently the new craze is to take sourdough bread and make your pizza on top of it. So you just grab your bread and your tomatoes and your whatever you're going to put on your sauce. Slice sourdough right. buttered on both sides. Got to put butter on it first, and you got to toast it. So you're making yeah. toast on both sides. By the way, you know where this came from, don't you? Truffle I, oil. Truffle oil. TikTok. I'm guessing by the music it's a TikTok video, yes. Now this is Haley Bieber. Is that Justin Bieber's wife? Yes. The one that just had like a brain aneurysm? Yes. Okay. Or something like that. Now she's grilling it on a pan on the stove. Ooh, barata. How did she say it? She said it wrong. It's barata. And then uh, fancy word that I'm never gonna say. And then you've gotta put your uh you gotta put your tomatoes and your pepperoni on there. This six This is good. something this is something I've done now. I don't get the truffle out and the olive oil. Oh, you out. could do Maybe whatever. Should... Yeah, sure. Uh, this is something I've done forever. I've always made uh, sourdough uh, pizza toast because um, it's super easy to make. You 
you toast the bread. I don't I don't put butter on it. That's probably a good idea to do so. But um, you toast the bread. You put uh, uh, after it's toasted. You put a little bit of uh, um, like pasta sauce down, and then you uh, sprinkle some cheese on it. And then you put some pepperoni on it, or I put the pepperoni on it first, and then sprinkle the cheese over it because I like the I like the pepperoni covered with cheese. Um, but it depends on how you like your pepperoni. Sometimes I like it crispy. Then I'll put it on top and I'll stick it in the broiler under the uh, under the broiler in the oven, and just kind of keep an eye on it because it it can it could cook up in like two or three minutes. Yeah, and your, then you got a nice little slice of pizza. Does your sourdough bread ever get soggy from putting the sauce right on top of it? Because what she did was she put the cheese down first. So she she took the butter and then she kind of threw it on a pan and then she kind of grilled it like you would a grilled cheese sandwich on both sides. Mm-hmm. Then she pulled it out. Then she put the burrata on there. Then she put the tomatoes, drizzled a little olive oil and salt, put it back. What's in burrata? The, it's a cheese. It's a white cheese. Oh. Okay. For God's sakes, you don't know what is, bro? Get your cheese no. game on. It's like been like the number one cheese for 10 years. Like at Shredded, least It's very popular. The number the last, one cheese? Why yes. Is, yes. There's not a number one yes, cheese. Yes, there is okay? a new it's number a one cheese. On it's in chart. salads. It's in appetizers. Burrata is everywhere, bro. You've got to get out to a real restaurant and quit going to Carl's Jr. and Arby's. Can't I just Wendy's. use shredded Red, cheese? Jack in the shredded box. Can I get shredded cheese in a bag from? Yeah, you uh, can. You can mozzarella. It, it's it's. it's I, I use that. Yeah. Yeah, mozzarella is good too. I'll uh, use Mexican blend even. Right, yeah. Then she put it back in the oven with the tomato slices, warmed up some sauce on the stove, and then spooned the sauce on top of there with some more cheese, like like mozzarella, and then she put some pepper flakes and and then oregano, and then she put it back sure. in the oven, back in the oven. Yeah. And then she cooked it again. And that way, the the sauce doesn't make your bread soggy. That's a great idea, and that's an easy hack. We always have sourdough bread here, and we always have tomatoes that, toast, we're, that aren't getting eaten. So that's what I'm going to do. If you toast the bread to a, a medium to heavy toast, you put the sauce on it. It doesn't matter because the underside of the bread is going to stay hard. The right. problem is with sourdough, it's always got holes in it, though, and the sauce will fall through and make a mess. True. You do need to, you need to pick and choose your uh, slice. So what she did this. was she had like a, a pan, and then she put a, a grill over the top of the pan, and then she put the bread on top of it. So anything that would drip down would drip into the pan and not into the oven and make a mess. That's also a good idea. Yeah. So anyways, I'm not a TikToker, but every once in a while, somebody sends no, me a video. No, it's good. It's good to make pizza toast. Pizza toast is great because it's a, it's a super quick uh trick and especially for people with kids and you're like hey you want a piece of pizza toast and they're like huh because they like toast they like pizza you're taking two of their favorite foods and putting them together yeah Yeah. let's try that but i'm gonna need like at least two major large slices of sourdough if not three to get full yeah that's the thing and remember back in the day it was you can make it in a batch you can make an english muffin uh pizza too we used to do that when we were kids i still i still do that i still do that Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. It's time for the Anatomy Awards again. Mr. Skin's 23rd annual Anatomy Awards. And we've got the Skin Master on the phone with us right now. After what most are considering a joke of a show last night at the Oscars. Nobody cares about the Oscars anymore. We should be talking about anatomy and the Anatomy Awards. <laughs> Welcome in, Mr. Skin. Yeah, well, that's, that's how I feel. Um, I can't believe... When you say this is my 23rd annual Anatomy Awards, I cannot believe I've been doing this for 23 years. <laughs> How have you not been shut down by cancel culture? What is your secret to success? <laughs> Will you share it with us right now? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I think one of the things is we definitely keep it positive. We're not out here saying uh, someone looks bad naked. We're always celebrating nudity in film. and. <laughs> We've kind of kept that theme over time, but I got to tell you, the Anatomy Awards has really morphed um, into something that I really enjoy, which is a way for me to curate some of the wildest and craziest nudity from all over the world um, for these awards. Like, yeah, we do best breasts and best butt and and that every year, but um, there's just always some weird categories, or more importantly, weird nude scenes that the likes of which I've never seen every single year. And, like, one great example is our, our best scooter pooter, which is uh, uh, Denise Goff in a movie called Monday, and she gets drunk with Sebastian Stan, and they're in, like, the streets of Greece, and they just decide to 
strip naked and drive around on their um, scooter or his scooter. And what's amazing about the scene is they're both completely nude, but they really are driving around the streets of a busy uh, city in Greece at night. And you'd think they'd do it like in a studio or with a green screen or CGI or something, but they literally were doing like gonzo nudity through the city. And it really, uh, it really surprised the heck out of me. It's a really cool thing to watch, but that was a fun nude scene that I want everyone to see. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I ran across that unfortunately once. Um, there was a concert we were going to up in San Francisco. And I don't go to San Francisco very often. It's not my kind of town. Uh, but we were going to go to this concert at, uh, AT&T Park and we uh-huh. had to go in. So we pull into town and they were having some kind of nude bicycle parade or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and I get off the off ramp and pull right in, right behind the parade. And I'm like, are you yeah. kidding me? So I have yeah. to, not only do I have to look at the parade going oh. on, uh, I, I get stuck behind the parade going on as we're trying to get to our hotel. And why, and, are, yeah, know, why are the people that are so ready to be nude and naked just have the worst looking bodies you've ever yeah. seen? Like, seriously. Yes. <laughs> I, I am not in any kind of shape to get naked in front of barely my wife and so there's no way i'm running around town but these people they don't care no i never i never uh it was good because it gave me an excuse to check out all the great architecture that the city of san francisco had to offer i love all your categories mr skin best scooter pooter in this year's 23rd annual mr skins anatomy awards uh the nude debut was only one years old when you started doing this tell us about lily rose depp she looks familiar um well she looks familiar because she's the daughter of johnny depp and uh vanessa vanessa paradis and uh she um uh is uh you're right she's a a little older than uh, mrskin.com but in this movie wolf uh it's about uh well it's about people that think they're animals and they get institutionalized and there's a lot of howling and a lot of barking and a lot of whatever animal you think you are, you make that noise in this institution, and it's weird. But at the hour and 21-minute mark, uh, she's topless. And I think we're getting a little old when people we followed uh, their whole career, now their kids are doing nude scenes, which yeah. is pretty wild. Yes. That is, that <laughs> yeah, is. But, but anyway, Lily Rose Depp won our uh, Best Nude debut, which uh, uh, we try to do one every year. And... Um, uh, you know, there's. Uh, I should mention best breasts because uh, that's always a popular one, and you guys know who Sydney Sweeney is, I assume. Yes, yes. Um, she wow. plays K- Cassie on Euphoria, has millions of followers on Instagram. But actually, this top of scene is not from Euphoria because Euphoria didn't air in 2021. It's from a made-for-Amazon movie called Voyeurs, where her and her boyfriend spy on a couple in another apartment, and it's very like. 80s erotic thriller meets rear window type of thing and um uh she has a topless scene in that and let's just say that nobody uh complained about our award for uh best breast so let's let's uh, be clear about that i don't know how you would i don't know how you would uh, pretty that, much a unanimous yes. decision so. that is that is if there's anything um, that's a 10 i, I mean that's got to be the closest it's, yeah, it's ever I been know. it's like it's ridiculous um Hey, also, uh, one that we don't usually get, um, but I thought was really great, was uh, Best BBW. And uh, th- that uh, um, stands for Big Beautiful Woman. And Nzinga Imani from BET Plus's All the Queen's Men, um, the show about a male strip club that's uh, run by Eva Marcel, um, she has a sexy... Now, picture, oh, someone Lizzo or bigger size uh, having a full-on sex scene with a real muscular uh, male stripper. And I got to tell you, there's a, a, a kind of a, I don't think a lot of people know about it, but BET Plus has some of the most wild sex and nude scenes of any shows. Uh, a lot of um, full frontal nudity. Um, you almost stumble upon it and think like, gosh, did I actually come across a porn site? It's a, this is regular TV, you know, it's their, it's their streaming service for BET. And um, this All the Queen's Men is just loaded with nudity, both male and female. I would See, love to say that. Uh, yeah, that's ahead. information you're only going to get from Mr. Skin. I, right, I, I, and Jeff you know? and Jeremy right here, right? I mean, we are the gateway to Mr. Skin, MrSkin.com to check this out. Some of these scenes, I don't know if I feel comfortable going into because we still like to talk to families in the morning, but best hooter shooter yeah. is 
something you have to check out. Uh, Backburger, yeah. you can find out what that is too at MrSkin.com. And uh, you can check out this entire uh, list of the Anatomy Awards. And I mean, every year, what I love about checking this out is a lot of times I end up looking at the Anatomy Awards and you're turning me on to new shows that I haven't seen before. Most of these shows I've never yeah, heard of. That, for sure. There's going to be some stuff in there. We even had... Uh, um, we had a, uh, uh, a category, Best TV Show for Nudity, and uh, we chose Sex Lives of College Girls from HBO uh, Max. And um, it's about these four freshmen in a Vermont college uh, that, that go for their first uh, year of college. And uh, it, we were hooked in the second episode when the gals went to a naked party uh, where everyone at the party was completely naked. You know, they had the red solo cups, and it's like, holy, holy geez. So of all the television shows, we thought that one was the best. But there's so much, and this, this full list is right at the front page of MrSkin.com, hot off the press with the Oscars last night. Uh, it's, uh, it's our way of uh, uh, celebrating uh, movies and television um, like the Oscars. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you quickly about was this uh, movie that's coming out uh, about Marilyn Monroe on Netflix because it got an NC-17 rating, but it's not planning on going into theaters. So what's the reason for the NC-17 rating? Well, the reason is supposed to be that there's going to be a lot of uh, um, a lot of nudity uh, in it, but I, I haven't been able to see it yet to confirm anything. And um, uh, I obviously will share that information with you, you guys, when it uh, happens. But uh, um, anytime you hear something that it's better than an R-rated <laughs> uh, movie, that that's a good thing. So. <laughs> For you guys, yeah, you guys, you're like, oh, we're gonna have to work overtime the week of the release of the uh, Blonde movie. Yeah. All right. Well, you can check out Mr. Skin's 23rd annual Anatomy Awards at MrSkin.com. And uh, we always appreciate you jumping on and filling us in on what's going on in the world of nudity and, and cinema. And, and I guess cable now, right? Yes, everything. We, we cover the spectrum. So. Very cool. All right, Mr. Skin, we'll catch up with you next time. You got it, guys. Thanks so much. All right. See you later. There goes MrSkin.com. And that's the website if you want to check out all the great Hooter shooters and backburgers. Whatever. <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. On the drum set, Taylor Hawkins. I just wasn't really good at anything when I was 10. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to learn how to play guitar, and it seemed too much like um, work, like homework. All right, you know? And... He said, just sit on the drums. Just try it. I want to show you a beat. It, there was like a lightning bolt shot into me, and it was like, ah! and I'm like, I'm a drummer. That's what I'm going to do. And that sort of became my armor, and then I just fell in love with it. The responsibility for me to hold the band together. You couldn't find a better drummer. There's no way. I called Dave myself, and I said, I'm your drummer. Sorry. It's awesome. It works perfectly. He's an amazing drummer, and... We have two different styles, and so he does his thing, and I do my thing, and he adds so much to the songs that it's like sometimes too much. <laughs> his first name is actually Oliver. <laughs> so let me, let me rephrase that. On the first Oliver Taylor Hawkins, right there. K C O C. To be a drummer, to be a good drummer, you have to be an athlete. <laughs> you have to take care of yourself. And to have a good life, you have to take care of yourself. And I have children now, I have a wife, and I'm very normal. Do anything that would be considered rock star anymore, really, at all. You know, we don't go to Hollywood parties, and we don't, my phone book isn't filled with fing actors, and, you know, we don't live that kind of life. And it's just great, and it's healthy, and I'm into, you know, if I could just quit smoking cigarettes, I'll be the picture of health. There he is, uh, talking about some choices that he's decided to make in life. Uh, that was uh, recorded a little less than a year ago, and uh, over the weekend, getting the news that Taylor Hawkins uh, passed away, uh, died at 50 years old, which is crazy, because I'm 46, and Jeffy, what are you, 47? Yeah. And he's 
Sorry, and I uh, I remember I woke really up at four o'clock in the morning on Saturday. That's when I found out about. It. I was in bed before he died, or before it came out, and woke up at four o'clock in the morning because I always wake up at four o'clock in the morning. I didn't plan to get up at four, but anyways, started looking at my phone, and then I couldn't go back to sleep. You know, my plan was I was going to drink some water, and I grabbed my phone, and I'm like, holy cow, and uh, like what 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 is going on here? And everything was going through my mind like this guy. And I always thought the Foo Fighters, you know, they seem like the kind of rock band that doesn't really partake, like he says there, in parties and drugs, and they're 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 past all that. It's funny he uh, was saying all that, and there was a an interview out years ago, years ago, um, in which uh, Dave Grohl kind of mimics the same sentiment. Um, he, he realized that you know he didn't have to lead the rock star life. When he went to a uh, picnic over at Neil Young's house, they played the bridge school benefit. And um, afterwards, Neil Young invited everybody that was part of the bridge school benefit over to his house. And and Dave Grohl was sitting there saying, it was weird. Here's Neil Young. He's sitting there with his family having a barbecue. And everybody's having a barbecue. And everybody's just sitting around doing a regular barbecue. And I looked around. And I was like, I want this to be my life, my normal life. Not... <laughs> Not going not out, clubs on, and, yeah, and, going out on the road and, right, and yeah. having girls throw themselves at you, and uh, and drugs it was funny to hear drugs. Taylor Hawkins basically saying the same thing a year ago. Clearly, something happened between then and now, as it was um, as it was released this morning that he had ten different substances in his body, um, including marijuana, some antidepressants, um, some opioids. And um, initial report was that he had chest pains. They called an ambulance, and then um, he was found dead in his hotel room. How do you know? How did they know he called the ambulance? Then the hotel. Th- th- that's. I was very unclear what was going on. I didn't know if they found him or what. I just heard an ambulance showed up. They tried to resuscitate him, and it didn't work. But I didn't know if he had been in his room, and you know, when you're by yourself and you have something happens. Yeah, uh, the Office of the Attorney General in Colombia, because it happened in Bogota, uh, released a statement saying the preliminary toxicology uh, tests found 10 substances. He uh, originally, the the Secretariat of Health issued a statement explaining that an ambulance responded to an emergency call stating that Hawkins was was suffering uh, chest chest pains. So that's where it started and I guess quickly picked up. Terrible for his family. I mean, he's got a family, the whole thing, and it's just, uh, it sucks for the rock world, too. It's for the Foo Fighters. And I know they canceled that show that night. I don't know. I guess, what do you do now? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you have somebody there that can play the drums. I got to imagine they have somebody there that can fill in at any moment's notice if somebody gets sick on the, in the band, right? Or do you just cancel the rest of your tour? I don't know. Like, it, this is, a, this is a, a, a sticky one because. Taylor Hawkins was the other superstar in the band. You know, it was Dave Grohl, it was Taylor Hawkins, and then everybody else was a contributor. Yeah, we don't know anybody else's name, do we? I I don't. Not that they aren't all phenomenal musicians, um, and, and they lend towards a great sound of a great band. But Taylor Hawkins was the other superstar in the, in the band. So I don't know. We're asking a poll questions. This is the SurfNet Communications poll question of the day over at KZOZ.com. If you were Dave Grohl, what would you do about the future of the Foo Fighters? Now, remember, when when the Foo Fighters started, it was just Dave Grohl. He played every single instrument um, and then mixed it down himself and released an EP and then kind of got a band together to go out on the road and, and supported that EP. Um, so he was, Dave Grohl is the Foo Fighters. In fact, Taylor Hawkins isn't even the original drummer of the Foo Fighters. Um, what would you do about the future of the Foo Fighters? Uh, would you get a replacement drummer and continue on with the band, or would you let the Foo Fighters come to an end? Because I say Taylor Hawkins was a big band, big part, became a big part of the Foo Fighters. Can you continue on without Taylor Hawkins? 805-543-3693 are the 805 beer lines. You can call or text in if you have comments. Uh, the poll question is over on our website, kzoz.com, and it's brought to you by SurfNet Communications. Surfnet, surfnetusa.com is their website. 
Um, I think that the Foo Fighters have too much to give still. They're too young. They're still too passionate. Uh, Dave Grohl is way too... Um, Creative. That's the first way that I yeah. was thinking of, but also impatient. Or, you know, he's, he's, I, he's not a guy that just sits around. You know? yes. So there will be another project. Uh, will the Foo Fighters continue? I think so. I think they'll find somebody. Uh, I don't know how long that will be or what the process will be, but I doubt they will go away. Now, sure, Dave Grohl could just say, all right, guys, we're going to, you know, this is it. We're done, and we'll start a new band. Maybe that's what they'll Or he'll start a new band. It's not like there's any shortage of uh, musician friends that Dave Grohl has in the world. And the one thing I I could say about Dave Grohl is he's not easy to predict, and that's kind of what I like about the guy. You know, he's not predictable, so who knows what he's going to do. do I would I be upset if they continued on with a new drummer? No, not at all. Great right now it's fifty fifty on the poll question. Um, make sure you get on over to kzoz.com and vote. Uh, it's a brand new poll question, so I'm sure it'll change quickly over the next couple hours. What do you love about music to begin with? Everything. Last night the Academy Awards, also known as the Oscars. I don't think anybody knows who won Best Picture, but uh, maybe the best actor should have went to uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock. Because that was one heck of a performance, Jeff. He did get the best actor um, for his role in the movie, but that over overshadowed what, what what happened earlier in the in the thing. I don't know. I watched the smack, and it almost looks like it was... Uh, like he didn't smack him. As I go, and I watch back and again and again and again, I I look at it and I'm like, the more I watch it, the more convinced I am it was real. See, I'm I'm opposite on you. On I first on when I first thought, but here, let me play this. If you didn't watch it like we didn't last night, it is all over social media and the internet and TV today. But uh, Chris Watt comes out and he starts to do an award and he starts, you know, giving the audience a hard time like all the hosts always do. And then, uh, well, I guess he went too far about Jada Pinka. She's got a bald head because she's got a hair follicle issue or something. Propecia. And, well, here it is. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2. Can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> Will Smith's walking up on the stage. Oh, wow. Smacks him wow. in the face. And so then it continues. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. So right there, I'm going to pause it because what happened then was all the audio went away and you couldn't hear it. So then you had to get online and kind of fish for it. And we've censored this, but this is what you didn't hear on the broadcast. Will Smith just smacked the <laughs> out of me. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? So let me ask you first. If you were Will Smith, you're in this situation. You and your wife are both entertainers. You work in broadcasting, and we're at the radio awards. And let's say maybe somebody you don't care for that much is up there, and they start making jokes about your wife's, I don't know, something about her appearance. Do you get up on stage and punch him in the mouth? Or do you just, what do you do? Maybe I do, but I think my wife's bond and mine and my wife's bond might be a little bit closer than that of Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Will Smith. I mean, it's been widely rumored for years that they step out on each other all the time, uh, that they have uh, affairs all the time. Uh, okay, well, the, whatever. The, the, the past they, is the past. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it, the weird thing about it is when you watch that video and I watch, like, the complete uncensored of it, like, he makes the joke and Will Smith laughs a little bit until Jada Pinka Smith has the the, the look, look on, on her face. face like she has yeah. that she's upset that he just made the joke about it and then he feels like he's got to get up and do something and i believe that is their relationship um basically when she gets mad at him and to do something and tells him to do something he does something about it and basically her getting mad at the joke was um his cue to go up there and do something about it. So he went up yeah. there and he did something about it. I mean, listen, I don't trust anything anymore at all, especially coming out of Hollywood. So when I 
saw when my wife told me about this last night. I didn't even bother like looking it up until this morning. Because I think it's all for show. Like, remember, Will Smith, all of a sudden, what, he's going to be a hard-ass and, like, a, a, ba- a badass m- guy now? Because he's been <laughs> he's been wearing, uh, you know, like, he was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you know? I mean, I, he, well, yeah, he, wore, he was a clown, essentially. I mean, he, he wore a hat, and he flipped the brim up on the hat, and he's like, hey, Carlton, what's up? You know, I, all that stuff. Like, he was a clown for the first part of his career. Now, all of a sudden, he's flipped the, flipped the page, and he's going to go up and smack. Chris Rock. I mean, you, you I get I, older, you lose patience, you get crankier. I don't know. Okay, so there's that side of it. The other side of it is the Oscars are terrible. Nobody watches them. The worst ratings ever. They needed to do something to get people talking about them, and here we are. Everybody's talking about mm-hmm. them. So, I mean, this that's where I'm at. That I lean more towards this was a staged thing than uh, and not. But either way, I think it makes Will Smith look bad unless they come out and say it was staged. If they don't come out and say it's staged, then it, it just makes him look bad. Like, he should have been arrested. That was assault. Anybody else walked up to somebody on, in, in that room or on the streets and punched him or slapped him in the face? They would be, they would be arrested for that. Yeah, but Chris Rock's not going to press charges. Even if it wasn't staged, okay? Chris Rock is not going to press charges. What is the what is the law with the, well I don't watch enough cops anymore but domestic violence. I guess it happens if it happens to happen in your home and then you you would go to jail. It doesn't matter. There, you would nobody would have to press charges. They would just take you. But I guess out in public it's different. I don't know. What if it's all staged for an Oscar event? <laughs> Anyways, he got Nothing up. happens. We should hear the rest of this. Uh, I know a lot of people think it's staged, and, and we do too, but uh, it was some great acting. I thought it was the best uh, staged thing I'd seen because I was pretty like blown away. I was like, wow, this is pretty good. Now, But I didn't watch the show. I just saw the highlights. Uh, apparently, he came out afterwards because he did win that Oscar. It's his first Oscar ever, and he, uh, he did some apologies. I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize to my, all my fellow nominees. Um, Oh, here we go. <laughs> this is a beautiful moment, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crying for winning a, an award. It's not, it's not about winning an award for me. It's about being able to shine light. Patrick writes in on the. Um, 805 beer text lines he says this is kind of strange because he doesn't curse in his his lame rap songs but he'll drop f-bombs at the oscars on live tv what a douchebag good point very good very good point on that one brian or i'm sorry patrick brian is on line one right now good morning brian hey buddy good morning hey um you know what i took away from all of this stuff what's that hollywood magic yeah that guy played Ali, and he slapped a man. <laughs> right. Great point. You guys great have a great point. day. Yeah. yeah, great point. Right. And didn't he, like, embrace that Ali role when he was Ali? Like, like really, like, he went down and he trained and all that stuff, like, Ali trained, and then he went up there and he slapped a man with an open fist. And I don't know, but, like, have you ever seen, like, at Hollywood, like, they're like, okay, this is how we slap somebody and make it look real. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what they looked like when they, when they were going through that. It was almost like it was all set up. Plus, I mean, you're a man. You don't slap. You punch, Right. Would you go slap another man? I don't think I'd ever slap anybody. I would throw a punch. I wouldn't. Yeah, throw a if you slap. really want to, if you really want to send the message, you're upset. You run up there and you, you put your freaking body into it. You pop him in the mouth and you knock him on the ground and you stand over him and you say, "Keep my wife's name out of your mouth." Yeah, exactly. And then maybe you kick him when he's down. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then you walk back to your seat, or you walk, or you don't go back to your seat. You walk maybe out of the room because you're all worked up. Um, Grab your wife and go, let's go, honey. We're going home. Screw the Oscars. <laughs> here's, here's, here's another one. This is an unnamed person, <laughs> which we're going to give a name to. It says, it's all staged. There was a guy banging his wife, and Will didn't do anything about that, but made a joke, and he gets all crazy on Will Smith when he says, oh, his wife's bald? <laughs> oh, damn. Good stuff. <laughs> 
I don't know if we'll ever find out, but uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely leaning that way. By the way, if you haven't seen it, we shared it on our Facebook page. Uh, get over there at Jeff and Jeremy. You can uh, see it there, and you can let us know what you think. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. The KZOZ Morning Mind Fun. 805-543-3693. Don Felder, the Eagles, come to the Fremont Theater. We got tickets right now. What is it? Seventy uh, percent of people say they do this when they send out their greeting cards. Um, Don, this is this is not Don Felder, right? <laughs> no, no, it's not Don uh, Felder. But I didn't love to see the guy. Yeah, I mean, it's your namesake, right? <laughs> yes, sir. All right, so seventy percent of people say, uh, Don, that they do this when they send out their cards. Well, they include a gift card. Oh, oh so God, that's, that's good. A great guess. That's a great guess. Unfortunately, that's that guess was kind of close. But uh, it was not. It was not right. No, it was not a gift card. But they do include something. Eight zero five five four three thirty six ninety three. That was kind of close. Well, the included you, part was the close part. You, yeah. Nobody said right. included yet. Oh God! Come on. KZOZ, hi. Who's this? Not a gift card. Rebecca. What do you think it is, Rebecca? Uh, money. Sending out that money. See, when you said kind of close. I thought that okay, it must be money if that's the case. No, I said the word included. The word included was kind of close. Very misleading. Yes, I know. But it's you know it's Monday. It's Monday. Cassandra. Good morning. What do you think it is? I think that thirty percent of people don't sign the card. Oh, they just put the card in without writing anything in it. Correct. Seventy percent of people said they do this. You think seventy percent of people just send a card? That's almost more insulting than send, than not sending the card at all. <laughs> I, you know, I just bought this at the store. I put it in an envelope. Here you go. I didn't have time to fill out anything on it. Eight oh five five point three three. It's got my return address, so you know who it's from. Seventy percent of people say they do this when they send out the card, the greeting card. Mark. Yes. What do you think it is? My guess is that they my guess is that they mark out the price we paid for it. Ah, that's what I did. See, that's what I thought it was. You mark out the price, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody needs to be knowing how much you spend what the on the greeting cards. It's like like four ninety nine or five ninety nine or best deal in greeting cards, Jeremy? Is the Trader Joe greeting cards. Now the Trader Joe greeting cards don't say like, you know, have a funny uh happy birthday greeting or something on it just you'll you'll have like flowers or something on it and it'll say happy right. birthday, happy birthday inside then you fill out the rest but the trader joe greeting cards i think are at last check i think they're like a buck maybe a buck and a half oh that's really good yeah that's yeah, what you i'm saying cvs and, or one of the drugstores are like seven and they're high six, end seven too bucks. because you could go to the dollar store and get greeting cards but it's obvious that they come from the dollar store if you get them at the dollar store but the 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 trader joe's ones those are money Without being money, because so I've spent money. I've I've bought a greeting card before because I don't look at the price tag, and I'll go to ring it up, and it'll be like eight bucks. I'm like eight bucks yeah. for a piece of cardboard and an yeah, envelope. Stupid, and they're so bad. It takes so long to find a decent card. Hi, who's this? Is this Jessica? Hello. Yeah. Hi, how's it going? Um, good. How are you? Good. Um, money. Do they include money? It's in not money. We had that guess just a little bit ago. Seventy percent of people say they do this when they send out their greeting I'm cards. I'm going to say that this happens. Away tickets to see Don Felder. This happens more with Christmas cards, right? Wouldn't you say that this happens way more? I just with think Christmas people cards? send more greeting cards out at Christmas time. But yeah, does your wife do this? I no, you don't do the cards. N- no, but we do. We do with we did before we. Well, I don't want to give away right. too much. Yeah, <laughs> You've we, done it. she's done it before. We we did do it with Christmas cards. We don't do it with any other though. Like, if we're sending a birthday card to somebody, we're not, we're not doing that. No. that's 805-543-3693. This is what we call the Mind Funk. 70% of people in a new survey say they do this when they send out their greeting cards. If you know what it is, you're going to win tickets to see I bet John Felder at the Fremont. I bet you you're part of the 70%, right? I don't do it, but my wife does. Yeah, she's she's guilty. KZOZ, sure. hi. Who's this? This is Big Jerry. Big Jerry, what is it? Hey, bud. Hey, how you guys going? Hey, I think Good. a family photo. The family photo, we had that. It was one of the first guesses. You, you might yeah. not have caught that. Uh, have a great day, Jerry. You're, you're barking down the sa- the right tree there, buddy. 805-543-3693 are the numbers to get through. 70% of people do this with their greeting cards. Who's this? 
Is it Jill? Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi. Is this Dr. Jill? No. Okay. You never know. Otherwise known as Alice Cooper? I don't know. This might be Dr. Jill. Can I get a let's go, Brandon, just to make no, sure this Dr. isn't Dr. Jill? <laughs> what do you think, Jill? Um, I'm going to say they put a little note in with the, the card. Oh. No, sorry. Okay, including a family photo. You is, should have enough space to write yeah. on the greeting card without having to add an extra note. Oh, yeah. Keep it to a if paragraph. I see, if I see that paper, I'm not even... I'm like, I never saw the card. Sorry. <laughs> not must, here to read your short story. Must have fell out I, and fell on the ground, uh, and the dog yeah. came by and ate it. If <laughs> I can't, yeah, if I can't read it in 30 seconds, there's no way. No, not happening. I use this. Too busy. It's Mark. Mark, what do you think it is? Uh, X's and O's. X's and O's. Oh, no, X's and O's. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't got this yet. Think about it when you get a card from somebody... They admit What's written on it. They admit What's to doing this when sending a, gre- a greeting card. 805-543-3693. Jeff, Jeremy here. Who's this? Hey, Jeremy. It's Fred Bruin. Fred. Hey, Fred. What do you, what do you got, Freddie? Uh, I'm going to say if one of your favorites. Include a personal note. No. It's, no, we just had that. It's not, it's not include a personal note. We just had that. Yes. Sorry, you missed it. Yeah. 805-543-3693. Yeah. Who's this? What's your name? Robert. Robert. Hey, Robert. Jeremy here. Second, ti- second time's always Does it include your pet? Include the pet's name. Yes. yes. Congratulations. You're a winner. You're going to go All see right. Don Felder. Yeah, they write the pet's name on there. Yeah, we always get a Jeff Jeremy. I'm sorry, Jeff Jeremy. Jeff Jeremy and George. Uh, <laughs> George is the uh, third host of the no, show now that true. I work from home. That is true. Yes. <laughs> it's on the show. Yeah, he'll get on the show every once in a while. Yeah, uh, he'll let everybody <laughs> Play ball with me. Uh, all right, well, congratulations. Yeah, how about this? Uh, April 7th, Fremont Theater. You're going to go see Don Felder, okay? Nice. Sounds good. Hey, buddy. Hold on the line. We'll get you all set to go. Yeah. yeah I, I hate greeting cards. And, you know, for a while there, I thought this Internet email greeting card was going to catch on. And now Facebook Finger, has done crossed, a pretty good right? job for birthdays, right? You can do that. But, yeah, we don't send out Christmas cards. You guys do. You do you, your wife is really yeah. into it. And it's oh. kind of nice because I like the pictures that you guys do it right. I mean, listen, I don't want somebody's card. But when you send me the picture of the family and you guys went and got a photo shoot done, I think that's kind of cool. You know what my wife makes the kids do? After their birthday parties? Oh, I was going to say, um, pose for photos. No. The red. Thank you notes to the people that bought them presents. Rip. Yeah. It's crazy. Thank you notes to people that send them or that give them the gifts. So, like, if I'm, I'm just thinking the ages that we're dealing with here. If I'm a seven-year-old and I get a thank you note, I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> I toss it aside. It's like everybody's time is being wasted on this thank you note thing. Okay. I, uh, the kids that have gra- to write it, the ones that are receiving it, nobody's reading the thank you note. Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Damn it. Things we didn't get to in hashtag form with Jeff and Jeremy yeah. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the poll question still at 50-50. Um, what we're asking you, if you were uh, Dave Grohl, what would you do about the future of the Foo Fighters? I'm learning to walk again, I guess. Um, 50% of you saying uh, that you would get a replacement drummer and continue on with the band. And the other 50% uh, would let the Foo Fighters come to an end. Somebody wrote in earlier, Foo Fighters expert said um honestly uh or the Foo fighters will cancel the rest of this tour he, he was family and they're heartbroken and you can't just jump right back in the saddle uh if you read dave's book you'll get a lot of insight of where his head is at right now on the Foo fighters uh dave Grohl has a book i guess that he wrote i didn't know that um and uh the he's, Foo- he's got so much stuff going on Foo fighters will replace him eventually and go back on on tour but right now uh, i don't see it happening I asked, and that's from the Foo Fighters expert. I you said? asked the Foo Fighters expert because anybody who, who reads Dave Grohl's book, I'm going to go ahead and um, lean on them to answer questions for the Foo Fighters right now. Um, I asked 
How long do you think it'll be? Honestly, I'd give it about a year at least. He was so close, such close friends with Taylor. Uh, he'll get a sign. He's a big believer in signs uh, presenting themselves for when the time is right. So, um, yeah, they were they were buds, man. That's this is a tough one. Oh no, I mean, and I think I think they were probably closer than anybody really realized. I mean, I think that uh, he was Dave was probably his mentor. I mean, you 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 know, you, we were playing the soundbite earlier. He was talking about being, you know, from Southern California. Didn't really know what he was doing with his life. Was playing a, trying to learn the guitar, and he yeah. didn't like the guitar. And his buddy had a drum set. And obviously, he's a passionate, very talented guy. It's, it's going to be a huge loss. Uh, we were asking you about what happened at the hashtag. What happened at the Oscars last night? What you thought of it? Uh, here's some responses coming up. But if you missed it, this is what happened. Jada, I love you. GI Jane too. Can't wait to see it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That was a nice one. Okay. Anyways, then Will Smith gets up and he slaps him in the face. We think it's staged. Uh, but uh, let's see. Leslie wrote in. She says, totally real. Zach says, WWE. Craig says. WWE means totally fake, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yes. I just figured that was implied. <laughs> Craig writes in. Craig the dick. Yeah, I know. Uh, this was a completely staged moment. And if you watch closely, Will Smith does the wrestling sl- slap yes. where he smacks his own chest. Let's try this, Jeff. I'll see if I turn up the mic here. What? No, okay, listen, I'm telling that you. That did not work as well. I as thought I the same thing, and then I saw some still shots this morning of the type, the like, of the moment, but none of the moment of impact. It was the, at, the, the effect after. If there's that many cameras, that many video cameras running at that event, and it's not stage, show me the minute of the, the split second of impact. And I've yet to see that. Okay, yeah. I've seen plenty of his reaction being like, "Whoa," you know, like he just. But got here's hit. the thing: there's there's multiple cameras at this thing, right? There's backstage cameras that shoot to the audience. Yes. There's side camera views. I mean, it, it's like an NFL game. There is multiple cameras there that we should be able to see the footage from. Fake or just not, because it didn't make it to TV. Some and, people, uh, some people in the Hollywood community um, are very upset with Will Smith's actions. Rob Reiner. Uh, said that uh, Will Smith is lucky that uh, Chris Rock's not following assault charges. There's no excuse for what he did. He owes him a huge apology. Um, George Takai is mad. He says that many people, especially kids, look up to actors because of that. We have an obligation to try to be good role models. With celebrity comes responsibility. Um, Who else? Uh, Judd Apatow uh, posted a tweet and then took it down. But he said that uh, the attack was out of control, rage, and violence. He noted that celebrities have been the target of jokes for decades. They've heard a million jokes about them in the last three decades. They're not freshmen in the world of Hollywood and comedy. He lost his mind. Or did he, Judd, George, and Rob? Because I think this y'all got played. So now Jeff writes in, and this is Canadian Jeff because G- he's G-E-O-F-F. Uh, he writes in and he says that uh, he slowed it down. He watched it in slow-mo and it was real. He says, I think making fun of um, his wife's condition was too far. But he also doesn't think that Rock maybe knew about his wife's condition. So, But I think, I, I, I don't know how he doesn't because she's been very open on her podcast and in the news about her propecia, which I believe is uh, it's alo- problem. It's alopecia, by the way. Propecia is the medicine that you take for alopecia. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think God propecia wasn't like an erectile dysfunction drug or something like that. I was like, wait a second, did I say that right? No, it's alopecia. Okay. Hey, we all become victims of the uh, big pharma uh, Commercials that are shoved out our throats at, at, at every turn. Okay, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm not gonna really I'm not gonna be too hard on you on this one. Uh, let's see what else is going on today. Oh, today is National Weed Appreciation Day. Yeah, fire up, spark one up, buddy. Are you or sure? Is this, are you sure this isn't like oh. weeds that grow in your yard? 
Actually, no. This is weeds growing in your backyard. Okay. It's not the it's not the good weeds. It's the bad weeds. The weeds we can't stand. So don't spray. How would we have an appreciation day for for something that's uh, well because we, we hate? They're coming out of the woodwork, and they will this week after this rain passes. So make sure you get your um, spectricide or your Roundup or whatever it is that you use, uh, and then, uh, then then you appreciate the weeds because you sit over them with a spray bottle and you go like this. <laughs> Right there in the sides of the cra- uh, in the, in the cracks of the sidewalk. Look at that! Today's also hashtag something on a stick day. What is your favorite thing to eat on a stick? Just, well, shish kebab, like a uh, just your regular shish kebab over a corn dog. Really? Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. corn dog for me. No, Crack shish kebab. Shish corn kebab. dog. There's never, nothing better than a corn dog. The shish kebab's tough though because this is what I understand. Like, so you you put like a thing of onion on it. You put a thing of peppers on it. I don't like it. I don't uh, like it. But you, then, you can't put it once. But you, you then you're putting meat and then chicken and shrimp also on it. And shrimp cooks fast. Meat takes a while to cook. And chicken, you got to make sure it's cooked before you start eating it because if it's not, then you're you're screwed. I think you're doing it wrong. I think you can have a beef, a shrimp, and a chicken kebab. Right. But, but then, I don't think you, if you put them all in the same one, yeah. It's, but the problem is the, with the vegetables. The vegetables are going to cook up quick, and the it, it, yep. so like the shrimp, I guess, is probably the best kebab because the shrimp cooks up quick and the vegetables cook up quick. But right. the beef one is going to take the longest, especially if your chunks of meat are are pretty long, and you got this onion that's burnt on there. You got this. This uh, pepper that's burnt on there, and you got you got it in between bites of terrific meat. It's tough. Chicken cooks oh, up. I don't good. have I don't have much to say here about the corn dog except for yeah, it's just, just it's good. You put it's it in good. a fry batter, and, or you, you put it, put it in batter, then you fry it, and then it's done. And um, I like mustard on mine, but I mean I also do ketchup. Today's National Hot Tub Day too, by the way. Hot Tub Day. Yeah, good day. I was in a hot tub yesterday morning. I tell you, that's my new favorite thing. I'm not a hot tub at night guy. I'm a hot tub in the morning. Yeah. With coffee. That's the way to do it. Hot tub. Or a Bloody nice. Mary. Or a Bloody Mary. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.